What's up and how's it everyone? I'm Star Sua, aka Superstar, and welcome to the That's So Super Podcast. The show that digs deeper in my thoughts, opinions, and viewpoints about anything and everything. From cultures to my experiences, and questions like, what the heck happened to Vine? So thanks for listening in, and enjoy the show. This podcast is sponsored by no one. Soon though, soon, maybe one day we'll have a sponsor. But I would like to shout out Mike for this mic and making my audio sound amazing. Logitech for this webcam making me look so pretty full and CyberPower PC for this PC and allowing me to be able to record this podcast, do streaming and content creating. And last but not least, I would like to thank YouTube, Spotify and Amazon Music for allowing me to have this podcast air on their platform. So welcome back to another episode on the That's So Super podcast. This one is a very special one. It is the New Year's special. Happy New Year's, everyone. If you're listening in on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, Happy New Year's. Hope you guys had a blessed 2022 year and hope you guys are going to have a blessed 2023 year. So without further ado, we're going to get it going. Today, we're going to dive into my recap of this past 2022 year. We'll also look into the new year coming up and what I look forward to. And also some advice for y'all in making a New Year's resolution. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, man, there's a lot that happened this past year. 2022, I can't say that it was a super great one, but it was it was good enough to where I can't say that it was a bad year. I would like to bring up the first thing, probably a big negative that happened to me this past year. I got hacked on social media. And when I tell you I got hacked on social media, these motherfuckers got into my email and they literally hacked everything. It was really bad on Facebook. And I believe that Facebook and Instagram is connected somehow. I don't know the actual thing, but apparently they're a part of the same company. And so because my Facebook got hacked and it got banned and, and whatever it was, my Instagram got also blocked too and it got disabled. So here's how the story went, right? I tried to log into my Facebook or my Instagram and I got these notifications that, you know, your account has been disabled, been banned and, you know, you can't get in. And I get a phone call from my cousin. And so it's eight o'clock my time. So my cousin's calling from Hawaii and it's like four, five o'clock in the morning. And so she calls me early in the morning. She's like, yo, Star, I think your I think your account got hacked. Your Facebook got hacked because there was a bunch of stuff that was posted on your Facebook and we know that it wasn't you. And I was like, what was posted on my Facebook? I don't even know because I can't even log back in. And she was saying that, yeah, it was just, it was really, really bad stuff, like stuff that obviously you can't post on social media. You know, I'm gonna give it to you guys straight. It was a lot of porn stuff or whatever. And it was, it was pretty bad. So what I tried to do was I decided, you know, if, do I want to get my page back? Do I want to get my account back? Or do I just start again, fresh all over again? And that was my second option. I didn't want to start all over again because I didn't want to lose everything and whatnot. I had so much memories on my Facebook and my Instagram, so much pictures, videos, and things that, you know, we could look back on and laugh about or, you know, reminisce, right? And so what I tried to do was, you know, I tried to recover my account, right? You do what everybody usually does. You go on top of the, the app and you, you forget password or, or you, you do like a little report contacting the support saying that like, you know, my, my account got hacked. I'm trying to recover it. And I wasn't getting nowhere online with the online help. I was trying to send out emails. I was getting no help. What I decided to do was I found a phone number to contact support by phone. And so I called the number and it was like an automated message, right? It said, oh, Facebook and Instagram, we don't do phone help anymore. Please contact us via email. And I'm like, bro, I've been emailing you guys for the longest time. And I haven't got a response, put in requests. I put in reports that my account got hacked and nothing. 
this is within a two week time frame and I'm trying to get my account back and it's not happening. So what I did was I just started all over. I was like, you know what? F it. I don't got my memories, my pictures, my old videos that I can't look back upon. So it is what it is. And I made a new account and that's about the recap about my social media getting hacked. So, and I'm sure like a lot of people are getting hacked nowadays. Um, I mean, it's been going on for the past couple of years. You know what I mean? Like my brother literally just got hacked the other day. My cousin just got hacked the other day. And what the people are doing is they're using their accounts to send messages to other people saying they're like, Hey, uh, they try to make it sound authentic, right? Uh, make it real, make it sound like that person. So what they would send out was hey, uh, I don't really ask this, but you know, I, I feel embarrassed asking you, but, uh, you know, could you send me $120, you know, I'll pay you back and this and that and whatever. So it sounds like a genuine message, but it's obviously not them. So what happened was when my wife got a message from my brother and it said the same exact thing. And my wife's looking at me like, does this sound like your brother? And I looking at the message and I'm like, I don't think so. That does not sound like my brother. He doesn't say those words or whatever. We know how he would ask for money. And on top of that, we know that he wouldn't ask for money if he really, really needed to. And he never does. So what we did was we called my brother and we said, hey, man, did your account get hacked on Instagram? And he's like, oh, man, yes, it did. Da, 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 da. Like, I was like, yeah, man, they're trying to ask us for money. And uh, we know that you don't ask for money. So long story short, yeah, his page got hacked and we made sure that, you know, it was him asking. So we called him. So if, if anybody's out there and you guys are getting messages from family members or friends and they're asking for money, you guys got to understand asking for money. That's a pretty serious thing and personal thing. Right. So why would you why would somebody ask on social media? I mean, unless they don't or they really don't have your number, then they're probably obviously not your family member or that close of a friend to not have your phone number. But things like asking for money you know, to pay, help pay for bills or help pay for Christmas presents or whatever it is, most likely they're going to call you on your phone number because it's a personal conversation that you got, you got to have over the phone or in person. You're not going to send it over social media. So keep a lookout for that, guys. Hopefully your family members or friends didn't get hacked. And, um, but if they did, just keep a lookout for that and uh, give them a call. All right. So another thing that happened this past year, I went back home to Hawaii. Uh, my brother, my last brother graduated from high school. So I was able to make it for his graduation. And it was a, it was a good time, man. It was a great time celebrating with him during a ceremony. And uh, it was, it was very emotional for a lot of us because it's our last sibling, you know, me and my siblings, it's the last one graduated, the last of the Mohicans, like my mom likes to say. So one thing that I'll never forget that, that'll stick out and, and stick with me for the rest of my life is our sibling dance. And the one thing about uh, Pacific Island culture, especially the Samoans, we have this one tradition, cultural dance that we always do at every ce celebration. Whoever is being celebrated, they usually do a solo dance, which is called a kaulunga, um, a male or female, whatever. And they'll do their performance and everybody would get up on the dance floor and dance with them, dance around the person, you know, celebrating their accomplishment or whatever the celebration is. And the, um, the one thing that we also do is we throw money at them. It doesn't matter whatever money it is, you throw dollar bills, you throw a hundred dollar bills, $50 bills, $20 bills, but it's, it's rare that you see a hundred dollars. I, I, I tell you that, but, but people will throw $1 bills, like maybe 20 $1 bills, you know what I mean? So there's just a lot of money flying around or whatever. It's, it's a really, really fun time. So what we wanted to do, what uh, is, uh, because he was our, our final sibling, what we wanted to do was we wanted to do it together as all of us. And so the first half of the Kaolunga, 
the celebration dance, right? We did it as the siblings, all five of us. We did a, a, a number together. And then the second half, we kind of like introduced him uh, to the dance floor, to, to, the, to the crowd or to whoever was there. And then he did a solo dance and we just danced around him. And it was such a great moment. It was such a memorable, uh, emotional moment because it's like you uh, watched your, your sibling grow up from a little baby. And, and now, you know, he's a man and he's uh, going off to college, moving on to the next chapter in his life. So, but going home, man, going home is always a good time hanging out with family, especially being away. And uh, like I said before, I live in Arizona now with me and my wife. And, you know, from time to time, we'll, we try to make our way back to Hawaii and spend time with the family. and. One one tradition that we always do is we go to the the beach on Sundays. Uh, we'll have a barbecue. We'll play some volleyball and just spend time together, man. It's it's always a good time and doing that. I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring up TwitchCon. So TwitchCon is is an event that I went to in uh, San Diego. And if you guys don't know what TwitchCon is, it's kind of like Comic Con, uh, Anime Con, and uh, whatever those cons they have out there, right? And it's basically conventions where you know they just celebrate the the event whatever whatever it is right you know like comic-con you got people dressing up as superheroes and villains and whatnot and then they have stands and whatnot and then special guests come through and stuff like that so twitchcon if you guys don't know what twitch is twitch is a streaming platform where people stream video games they stream art or whatever it is content creating and and people watch them do that and so that's what twitch is and so they had a twitchcon event uh, back in october and it was in san diego i was able to go I got to meet a lot of great people. I built a lot of friendships from, you know, online friends that I've made throughout the years. Uh, it was my first experience, though, first experience, and I loved it, man. I loved it. It was a great time. I do want to go next year and the years uh, to come. Uh, the one thing that I remember is we had like a team house. So a bunch of our friends, we were a part of a team, you know, organization and we're called Roots Global. And we was able to, you know, have this Airbnb house where all of us was in there with hang out we have game nights and it was it was it was fun man it was such a fun time we had a couple of drinks here and there and playing those game nights man it was freaking hilarious because with alcohol in your system and you're just playing games and laughing at each other man you guys already know it's just a fun time one thing though i got to meet some partners so partners is what you call celebrities on twitch and you know there there's not too much of them but there is a lot of them that was there Got to meet uh, uh, some big time gamers, some big time streamers at the TwitchCon. Uh, it was it was pretty cool, man. I got some pictures with some of uh, some of my idols in tw in streaming. So uh, overall, it was a great experience. If you guys are into those type of things, you know, going to conventions and stuff like that, go go. Even if it's for anime or, or if it's for you know superhero stuff like Comic Con for comics or whatever, or there is a gaming convention where it's just strictly gaming, go to it a comedy convention go to it because it's it's a lot of fun especially if that's one of your hobbies or interests that you really enjoy you're gonna have a great time you know i mentioned i stream so i've met some milestones while i was streaming i got to a thousand followers i i had like over 200 subscribers like it, it was a great experience this year uh one thing i wanted to point out is that i officially became a youtuber and obviously you guys are watching here on youtube or if you guys are listening to spotify Yes, I became a YouTuber, meaning I post a lot of my content on YouTube. Really, my whole goal behind it is just to bring smiles and laughter to people's faces. And that's the reason why I became a content creator. And I believe that the best place for a content creator is on YouTube. And one thing that I've told a lot of people is that YouTube is going to be around for a while. And it's not only for 
informational videos, live streaming videos, funny videos, comedy videos. It's it's really for everything. Everything that you need to know is most likely going to be on YouTube. And that's the reason why I always tell people that I have a degree at YouTube University. <laughs> because a lot of things that I learned was from YouTube. A lot of things I learned how to cook was from YouTube. A lot of things I learned how to do like graphic designing is from YouTube. Canvas art was from YouTube. Editing videos from YouTube. Making a podcast was from YouTube. You know, so I'm grateful and thankful for all the supporters that I've got this past year on my YouTube, on, on my other social platforms as well, my streaming and my family and everything. So I thank you guys so much. If you guys are listening, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. All right, guys, so we're going to move on to the next category. And this is something uh, that a lot of people can probably relate to. New year, new you. And so what I'm going to tell you guys is some of my goals that I want to meet for this year. And one of those goals is getting back to my college weight. And if you guys don't know, I'm about like 230-ish, somewhere between 230 and 240. And what I used to be, what I used to weigh was like 220, 225 back in college when I was playing football and whatnot. And you know, I've been, I actually, I've been 220 for since my sophomore year in high school, 220 pounds playing football. And I was in like the greatest shape of my life. And I don't want to say that I, I'm out of shape, but I just am not in that type of shape anymore. But I want to get back to 220 pounds. That's my goal. And right now I'm at like 237, 238-ish. So I'm almost there. You know what I mean? It's doable for the whole year, right? You know, imagine if I get down to 200. I mean, last time I was at 200, people thought I was anorexic, man. Just the way that I look, you know. Have you ever seen a six foot, 200 pound or less uh, Samoan person? They they just looked way too skinny. Another thing that I wanted to do is, you know, I want to build up on my savings, right? So I wanted to have a, at least a minimum of $1,000 for emergency funds. And then, you know, this coming year is going to be me and my wife's uh, five-year anniversary, you know, when we get married, right? And what I wanted to build up on is uh, $3,000 for at least for our anniversary trip. And some of the places that we wanted to go for our anniversary trip is to Samoa. We're going to go back to our homeland. Uh, we do want to visit New Zealand. And then we also want to go to a Steelers home game, baby. Go Steelers. You know, next year will probably be a lot better than this year. So looking forward to that. But, you know, going to New Zealand is, has been one of our dreams, man. We wanted to explore the different parts of the world. A lot of their cultures and, you know, their Maori culture. And there's a lot of Samoans that live there and other Pacific Islanders. We would just fit in perfectly. You know what I mean? So another thing that I wanted to do on my New Year's resolution is to pay off some of my debt. And that's going to be around forever. It don't, I don't care what anybody says. You're always going to have debt. Somebody's going to have debt. Or debt's just, debt, it just lingers around you, right? That's, let me just say that, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the snowball effect. And here's a tip for you guys. The snowball effect will help most of you guys. What you want to do is you want to gather all of your debt, your bad debt that you have, all the debt that you want to pay off right, and get rid of. You want to start with the smallest amount first. So you pay off your smallest amount and you move to the next smallest amount. Then you move to the next smallest amount and so forth. And that's a snowball effect. So just like the snowball, you make one small little snowball and you push it down the hill and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it collects more snow, right? And so with the debt, so every time that you pay off a debt, you get more debt free. You pay the next one off, more debt free. You pay the next one off and more debt free. So it's just like a snowball, right? So take that tip, run with it. Trust me, it will help if you do it that way. If you're trying to pay off all your debt at the same time, it's going to take way longer and it's going to put way more stress on your plate. So 
like I said, with the snowball effect, tackle the small ones first. And then those small little payoffs is going to feel like uh, like you're accomplishing something because, all right, great. I, I got one dead off. Boom. I got two dead outs. Boom. I got three deaths off. And then so forth. So you start feeling more better about yourself. Then when you got the highest one left, you only got to worry about that highest one. All your other debts are all paid off already. So now that's less stress on your palate. And the last goal that's on my New Year's resolution is to continue to get my schooling done, you know, work towards my bachelor's. So I've I had a lot of classes done already and I'm currently in a class right now. I'm taking psychology. I'm getting an A. Thank you very much. So I want to continue going to school, get my bachelor's. You know, I, I went to school in college again, you know, played football and whatnot, but I didn't finish. And, you know, that was one of my things that I wanted to do growing up is finish my schooling, get my degree and, you know, make my parents proud as, as far as getting a degree. You know, we're going to move on to the last subject. And, you know, before I we, before we move on to the last subject, I'd like to thank every single one of you guys for listening in, watching on YouTube or on Spotify. Hope you guys are having a great day, blessed and safe day. You know, like I said, if you're listening on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, looking forward to all your com- accomplishments throughout this next year. All right. So I just talked about New Year's resolution and I wanted to give you guys a couple things. Uh, actually, I wanted to give you guys two reasons why people fail their New Year's resolution. So the first reason why people don't accomplish their New Year's resolution is because they just say it. They say what their New Year's resolution is. They say what their goal is, but they don't write it down. They don't write the how. They don't write the what. They don't write the why. How are you going to motivate yourself if it's not written down? And yeah, you know, a lot of, you know, you manifest it by speaking it, right? But a lot of times, you know, your everyday life gets in the way. And then you kind of forget about it sometimes. And then you think about it later. Oh, no, I forgot. But you won't forget if you write it down. So here's an advice. Writing it down makes you accountable for yourself, whether it be posted notes, writing it on your mirror, on your fridge, wherever you are the most in your house, even in your car. Outline your plan and make small goals to reach that finish line. And what I mean by making small goals is let's say you wanted to lose 50 pounds. All right. Lose 50 pounds within six months, which is doable. You know, people might do 50 pounds for the whole year, but let's say you do it for six months, right? Each month, maybe a small goal will be like, okay, two pounds uh, this week, two pounds that week, five pounds this week. You know what I mean? If you do, it's like the snowball effect, right? Every week, if you lose two pounds or one pound and it keeps building, keeps building, keeps building. Now, next year, you know it in two months, you lost 10 pounds. That's amazing. You know what I mean? So, and then like every week at the end of the week, when you see that you lost a couple pounds, you feel that little accomplishment and you feel that motivation. Like, all right, I'm going to lose four pounds next week. You know what I mean? And then the next week after that, I'm going to lose another four pounds. So it just keeps pushing you and keeps pushing you. And then like, if you fall off, right, you come home and you get lazy one day and you go to the bathroom, you see that thing written on your mirror. You're like, okay, I just reminded myself that I got to lose some weight this week. So writing it down is just totally different from just storing it in your head or just saying it out loud because you get your thought out of your system where if it stays in your thoughts, it could get lost. But if it's written down on something, unless you throw the paper away, right? That's why I say sticky notes or post-it notes. You got the post-it notes, put it around your house to where you always are and you're always reminding yourself by reading it. The second reason why people fail their New Year's resolution is because they get comfortable. You know, after a few weeks, they accomplish this, they accomplish that. And then they just feel like, okay, you know, I I did that those first two weeks and I'm I'm making progress. So I can kind of, I can kind of sit back, relax and, 
you know, chill for a second. But it's just like the snowball effect. It can it can be negative. You know, once one negative thing happens, another negative thing happens, and it just builds up on that, builds up on that. So what you need to do is you need to build up on the good side of the snowball effect. And one advice for me, you know, I like to tell people all the time, and when you make your New Year's resolution, like, for instance, you know, losing weight or going to the gym, one thing that could help you out big time is having an accountability partner, somebody that you can do the goal with. Because now, instead of just you motivating yourself, and a lot of times, you guys can all agree, it's hard to motivate ourselves to do anything sometimes because we get lazy, or we have a bad day, or we have a bad day at work, and you know what I mean? It just There's a lot of negative things that could just bring us down. If you have an accountability partner where you and the other person have the same goal, and you guys agree that you guys are going to push each other, that just gives it that extra little push that you need. You know what I mean? So like for me and my wife, it was hard for us to go to the gym by ourselves, but because we have each other and we go to the gym together, we have each other to push each other. So it's, it's good to have that accountability partner um, that has the same goal as you. So guys, that's the end of the show. I would like to shout out to some of my sponsors again that I don't got. So shout out to SureMic, Logitech, and CyberPowerPC for the equipment for allowing me to be able to record this podcast, do some streaming and content creating. And last but not least, thank you to YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music for allowing this podcast to air on you guys' platform. With that, guys, I'm going to leave you all with this. Always remember what you went through so that you can learn from your mistakes and do better in the future. Also, remember to write down your New Year's resolution and build up on your small goals within your overall goal to help you get through that finish line. Also, make sure if you need help, find that someone that you trust to be your accountability buddy. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, have a great, safe, and fun New Year's Eve, and I'll catch you guys next time.